Hey, you know what it's time for? It's time for another podcast of Gina Talks Books and a little bit of everything else. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast of Gina Talks Books and a little bit of everything else. If this is the first time you have tuned in to listen to me, uh, let me introduce myself. Yes, my name is Gina A. Jones, and I am an author, narrator, and now a podcaster. Um, I released uh, my first trilogy back in October of 2017, The Secret Series, book one, His Secret, narrated by the wonderful Tracy Marks, and book two, Her Secret, also narrated by Tracy Marks. Book three, Secret Enemy, narrated by the elusive and crazy Aaron Shedlock. But maybe he's crazy. He looks crazy. I think he looks crazy. But he did an excellent job. He was the best Jonas. I couldn't have picked a better Jonas. And then I wrote Love Michael, which was uh, some parts are based on my life, if you listen to it. I also narrated that one. So yes, written by Gina A. Jones, narrated by Gina A. Jones. And the, um, when I say based on real life events of my life, the young parts, it goes past, present, past, present. The past parts, Jill, who is told in Jill's POV, uh, that was me when I was young and stupid. Yeah, because aren't we all stupid when we're young? I admit it. I can admit it. I was stupid. Yes, I was. But I'm total genius now. <laughs> yeah, such a genius. But hey, yeah, welcome to another episode of Gina Talks Books and everything else. So what I've been doing, I've been busy reading other people's books. And um, it's so wonderful being an author, narrator. And then you just, you're just thrown into this world that you just can't get enough books. And there's not enough time to read books. So I'll always be scrolling through Facebook and looking up books. And I have been reading books and giving reviews on books. But there's one I come across um, probably about a month ago. And first of all, let's see, why did I want to pick this book? Let's see. It's called Loving Gina. Isn't that cool? Yeah, because my name is Gina and the book's name is Loving Gina. And it also is kind of like cool because I had a book that I wrote that came out a couple months ago called Love Michael. And this is called Loving Gina by LaShawn Vassar. And it is a series, and you can read this as a standalone. The About the Book sounded really interesting. And I think what intrigued me was I saw the video she had. It showed like, like a girl walking like in slow motion with these high heel shoes. And her dress was like silky. And it was just you know, flowing back and forth. And I thought, oh, God, this girl's like strutting and uh, she's got some stuff. Stuff's going to go down. I can just tell that. So I was really intrigued and I uh, got with the author and said, oh, ooh, ooh, I want to I read this. And so when it came out, I downloaded it and and it took me it took me a while to read it because in the meantime I was I was narrating two other books that one just came out and we will get to that later but I want to talk about Loving Gina and what I loved about it. So let's read what the book is about. Loving Gina 
formerly released as The Rules According to Gina, refreshed and reimagined with new scenes. There are two things I know for sure. The world is cold and men are bastards. All of them. A man I once idolized taught me that. Another man I thought I loved reinforced it. Then, Brody Windham walked into my life, threatening to flip shit upside down. I was more than tempted until I remember how impossible it was to mix the family and love. Love makes you stupid and vulnerable. And the family, well, it's a whole other beast. One my father had led with an iron fist for over 30 years. I had plans for my father and the family. I played by their rules my entire life. That is all going to change. And if all goes well, maybe I can have a little taste of Brody too. That's right. It's my game. My rules. So, let the games begin. How many times do we read books where it's always the man who is like, you know, like the badass, you know, and these women are always trying to tame him. And, you know, he's all this nothing but power and money. How refreshing it was to have a woman in that position. Yeah, I mean, I have several ideas of this type of character. One I wrote a couple years ago, and I never published it, but I did send it out for a Kirkus review, and it did get a great review. And I got an agent with that, and then it was on submission with Simon Schuster and everything else. But since then, I left, and I have to get the rights to the book back. But enough about that. Back to loving Gina. So anyway, Gina is, is all about like big mafia princess type thing. And she is biracial, um, African-American, and Chinese. So that was another thing that excited me. Because as I was reading this, I love to talk in an Asian accent. And um, I could just hear it. I can hear how Gina was. And her, you know, she has a lot of angst. She has a lot of reasons to feel that way. And so I could try to imagine putting myself into her. But first of all, let's start at the beginning. There's a prologue. And in the prologue, it's pretty ruthless. She, I don't, I don't give spoilers here. But what she does is ruthless. And all I can tell you is, damn girl. Mm, yeah, yeah. She's going to have uh, people after her now. Yeah, that was, uh, so after that, it's like, okay, let's go back a few months here. Let's, let's see what's going on here. So it starts out, she's at a masquerade party. And uh, don't we love masquerade parties? Yeah, because I like to put on that mask and be somebody. And she is already known she has to um, put on appearances and be this fake, demure, submissive person for a father. All these people are just there for one thing, business. But she knows she has to play the part. She goes out on a balcony. Still, keep in mind, they all have masks on. And... Then there's this man she meets, and she's instantly taking with him because of the way he approaches her. Obviously, 
He has no idea who Gina is. And that tantalizes her because everybody knows who she is and everybody knows to stay away from her. Yes, but this guy, yeah, he's got balls because behind a mask, we can be anything. And uh, a little bit of, I want to read you a part from that part right there where she's telling you how she has to go to our masquerade party and how she really feels. I had, bear with me, I'm still working on my Asian accent. And I do usually do like a higher accent, but I just felt like Gina was more of a sultry mafia Chinese princess. So here goes. Anger welled up inside me. Why the hell did my father have to throw masquerade ball tonight of all nights? I was the only one who remembered Nina's dance. How happy she'd been. And it held in my heart. So it could possibly not have been for sentimental reasons. Besides, Chen Li Chao didn't have feelings. At least none that I ever saw. He was indeed Satan's spawn. Evil dripped from his every pore. Still, I had to ignore that and keep my eye on the prize. Tonight was important. And all the players in the game were going to be here. And over the years, this night had to be synonymous with clinching the biggest business deals. I needed to know which ones. My spies were everywhere. This party also put the power and strength of the house of Li Chao on full display. I wish I could skip the festivities, but since I was forced to play hostess, it would be impossible. Plus, it would be considered a major insult and a huge disrespect if Chang's only child did not have appearance. Respect and power were placed above all else. I was not only expected to be present, but to smile and heal like a dog in front of our guest. And I would do whatever I've done for years. My duty. I would put on Oscar-winning performance while I quietly observed the room. I inhaled and exhaled, then slowly opened my eyes as I practiced being submissive. I needed to see if the expressions on my face were believable. I bowed my head. Yes, Father. Thank you, Father. I had my innocent act down pat. I'd perfected this shit over the years. I would continue to pretend and to be the demure and obedient daughter. It was laughable and so opposite of who I really was. Too bad Chain never took time to get to know the real me. But no matter, my moment was coming. And until I took my rightful place, I would buy my time. So, how is that? Okay, so I got a lot of work to do. But that's how I heard Gina in my voice. I mean, in my head. There's a lot of voices in my head. Yeah, too many. Okay, so at the masquerade, she meets this guy. And I'm not going to tell you who he is. Because like I said, I don't give spoilers. But things really heat up. Big time in the bedroom. Yes, there's some hotness. Yeah, and um, I kind of like to kind of like to meet this guy. But then it's over. However, Gina has business to do. 
she has to deal with her father. Yes, he is a real bastard. And we learn in this book what he done to their mother. Because Gina also has a twin sister named Nina. And Nina died 15 years ago. And we find out how. Now, Gina needs to take care of father. Ruthless Gina comes in. And so she meets with her father and discusses what she knows about her mother and what happened to her mother. And of course, Chang Li Chao only laughs in Gina's face. So, like I said, Gina needs to take care of her father. Now comes the reading of the will. And Gina thinks all things are now taken care of. And she will take her rightful place in the family. Except the will reading is abruptly stopped when a stranger appears. Maybe not so much a stranger, but a real shock. And I'm not going to tell you who that is. However, things change. Now Gina must go to the United States and take care of a few other things. There, she runs into the stranger. Yet, things aren't done yet. And now Gina is being shot at by who she doesn't know. And so now, I'm like really, really like getting into this. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm like at at 80%. How is this whole thing going to play out? Well, we find out a lot of Gina's past, of her twin sister Nina, and how different they really were, and the woman who raised them, Lorette. Yeah, we find out about Lorette and who she really is. But yet we don't know what happened to her. And I think Gina plans to find out because by this time, she has now lost another love of her life and the man that she so desperately thought that she could probably have a life with. And now she's out for vengeance. So now we have to wait for both two. And it's coming. It is coming. Loving Gina 2 coming in December. <sighs> December. Oh, okay, well, I guess I can wait a little bit. Now, this gives me time to read the Storm series because that's where Gina Lee Chow, as the antagonist, was from. So, the Storm series is A Storm is Coming. The Storm series, book one. A Storm is Coming is about a beautiful and tough as nails corporate attorney, Bray Lee Hinsdale, who must use every trick in a book to keep the handsome and powerful Alexandro Majetti from losing everything. Alexandro is powerful, handsome, ridiculously sexy, and has just suffered an unimaginable loss. He needs her skills as a ruthless attorney to win a case that he's being told is unwinnable. It is unlike anything Braley has ever faced and will demand everything from her. Some have said they can sense when a storm is coming, but neither was prepared for the storms ahead. Ooh, yes, I'm going to have to read that one. Book two, 
a perfect storm. A death and the potential loss of Machete Enterprise brought powerhouse attorney Braley Hinsdale together with Alexandro Machete. She managed the impossible, saved his business and his sanity. In turn, he was able to pierce through her tough armor and gently remove an intractable mask, concealing deeply hidden wounds. While their attraction was immediate, each fought to protect their fragile hearts from hurt and harm, but instead found strength and love. Just as Alexandro and Braylee seemed on the path to happily ever after, they found themselves in the middle of a storm, a powerful storm, a perfect storm, and it had the name Gina Lee Chow written all over it. Who was she? A lover from his past? What did she want? More importantly, could she blow up their lies with just a few words? And would she dare? Find out in A Perfect Storm. Yeah, I'm going to have to read that now. I want to learn more about Gina. I think it's important when you start a series, you must really learn all about the characters. Character building, where they started, where they're going, and where they end up. That's very important in series is because as an author, writer, you have these characters in your head and you want them to go on a journey. You want to see the changes in their life. They could be a horrible person, but yet you know by the end they're going to be good. Uh, you have to make characters not perfect because if they're perfect, it's just no fun. You know, it's, you know, like jelly beans and, you know, little fairies and, you know, cutesy stuff. But, you know, you have to sometimes hate a character and then to for them to change for you to fall in love with them, I think is the most amazing thing authors can do. And uh, I kind of, you know, I did that a lot with uh, Jonas Fairbanks in the Secret Series and loving Michael, you know, and I knew, I knew, I knew the reviews would come back as I hate Michael, I love Michael, I hate Michael, I love Michael. Well, you know, yeah, that was the point. And I think that LaShawn Vassar does a great job in this Gina character because I want to see the progression of her. And I so want to go back and read this Storm series because enough was talked about in um, Braylee and Alexandro's that there's some stuff there that I just felt like I'm supposed to know about that. And I didn't. So, it, like I said, it's great to lead to, I'm sorry, bleh. it's great to read as a standalone, but you're going to want to go back and go through their whole story. And, you know, it's almost like that the beginning where you, you want to be part of it and you want to travel the journey with them. You want to see them go through their transitions and progress into these great characters and that's all a part of a writer's job, is to transform these characters into lovable characters. And sometimes it can be really hard because you have to keep throwing in those, those bad things about them, their flaws, their nightmares, their fears, their defenses, um, what makes them all up. And there's a thing I read one time that 
before you write your character into a story, you need to write down 20 things about the character that the readers don't know. So that way, when you're writing your story, you can always go back and put these things in. Like, you always notice a character never goes outside during the day. And the girl that he's seen starts to notice these things. Like he will not ever be seen with her during the day. So what does that mean? Does it mean he's married? Does it mean he's ashamed of her? Is he a vampire? What does it mean? Well, you know what it meant? He was highly allergic to bees and couldn't go outside during the day. Isn't that crazy? See, that was the last thing I would have thought why he wouldn't be seen during the daytime. Simple things like that. Yeah, I mean, really get to know your characters. And LaShawn Vassar really has all these things about Gina. And um, I just in order for us to know her more, I feel I need to go back and read the Perfect Storm series. And I think, I'm hoping this will give me more insight of Gina and why she is the way she is. And is she going to change? I mean, is she going to find that love that she wants? Because at this time, she does not think that she's capable of it. Because right now, the family is her love, even though she hates them. And nobody really loves anybody in that family. I think it's all about power and money and control. And that's what mafia life is. And so uh, LaShawn Vassar did a very good job portraying this to us. Um, I was actually scared when I was reading it. I was like, oh my gosh, I would like, I don't want to go outside. I wouldn't like eat or drink anything. I wouldn't trust anyone, not even my own lawyers, no one. No, 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 I wouldn't trust anyone. So I think I really like the part where this stranger that she meets, all of a sudden, who knows nothing about her, is willing to protect her. And uh, I want to see where she goes with that. I mean, is this guy going to continue to be in Gina's life? I don't know. I hope so. But it is her story. And uh, it's hers to write how she sees. And I just think she did an amazing job. And I think you all need to read it. It is a great story. And she has many more out there. And I will put, think this would be an author that I will probably follow and read more of her stuff because I like her style. I like her characters. I like their flaws. I like the way they are damaged. And I just know she's going to fit this all up in a perfect little box and hand it to us with a bow. Yeah, maybe not. Okay, that's all I have for today. If you're an author, a new author, and you have a book you would like for me to read and review and talk about on my podcast, you can get in touch with me at author Gina A. Jones. That's my author page. You can leave me a message on my website, Gina A. Jones. You can contact me there. You can email me at jonesgina at icloud.com or maybe just leave a comment in this podcast. That's all I have to talk about today on Gina Talks Books and a little bit of everything else.